Listen to 88.1 WKNC. I'm the Dawn of Time, and I'm in here with Avi Buffalo. I guess let's start off with a few questions. You know, I know all of us want to know a little bit more about you guys. So uh, let's start off with, how'd you guys form? How'd you all meet? Sheridan, I've known her since like elementary school, actually. And we started playing together when we were in middle school. So uh, is this you guys' first time in the Triangle? I think you guys came by last year. We came uh, February of 2009 or 10. Um, 10 that 10. spring. Yeah, with Rogue Wave, Cat's Cradle. I know you guys, you know, you met in elementary school and you guys been making great music since you were young, but at what moment did you realize that you're going to devote your life to music? I, when, once I started getting really into guitar, I, I really wanted to just focus on becoming a session player, becoming a professional, professional musician. But, um, once the, once this kind of happened, uh, kind of got sidetracked from, from that. So it's kind of weird. I really got to get back to guitar lessons when I get home. So I know there's a lot of effort that goes into touring. How was touring? Did it meet up to your expectations or was it different than what you expected it to be? I don't know. You don't really know what to expect when you do, when you go on tour. So you get really tired, but you really got to make sure you get rest and eat a lot of food and eat healthy food and things like that. It's easy to go on autopilot, but you got to just keep your mind active and your body active and you got to just, just stay active. So I know you guys went to Europe at some point in your tour. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was really fun. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. A lot of a lot of nice people. Old things. Old lots of a lot older. Everything is a lot older in Europe than it is here in terms of buildings and stuff. Old churches. Mm-hmm. Old things. What gives you inspiration in music and in life? Music gives me lots of inspiration. Nels Klein is a fantastic guitar player. Mike Watt is a fantastic bass player and person, as is Nels Klein. And those guys, those guys really make me want to play music, and they want to play music, and they've been playing music for a long time, and they will f- for another long time. All right, so you guys are with Sub Pop Records. That's what you guys signed with when you started. What did you guys do to get noticed by a label that big? Well, w- uh, my friend Aaron Embry, who I met playing shows in Los Angeles, who is a wonderful guy, and he used to play piano for Elliot Smith and Jane's Addiction and Willie Nelson and Emmy Lou Hare, all, just all sorts of folks he's played with. He's like Daniel Lanois' favorite piano player as well. He's a great, great dude, and he just called me one day and said he was trying to work on becoming a, an engineer, recording other people's music type of thing. He wanted to, wanted to know if I wanted to practice that with him. So we just started messing around for fun, and then we put up, put up recordings on MySpace. And then uh, his old friend Tony K, an A&R guy at Sub Pop who had been checking us out since Aaron had told him about us months before when we'd first played a show together, had been checking out our recordings. When he saw we had professional sounding ones up, you know, done on, done with real microphones and, you know, properly recorded and stuff. And then they called Aaron up and said, hey, we like what you're doing and kind of made some sort of weird implication of, of helping out with helping fund a tape machine repair or something like that, that we were hoping we, we didn't, you know, we, we didn't actually end up recording on tape, but at the time we were, there's a court of four track that we were hoping to get, get fixed. So Aaron had mentioned that to him and said, yeah, we're trying to like, or it's going, it's good, but we want to see if we're about getting this four track fixed. And then and Tony said like, oh, maybe we could help you guys out with that or something. Then it suddenly it was, oh no, maybe these guys are interested in, and, and I don't, you know, and I mean, oh no, maybe these guys are interested in putting out a record because mm-hmm. we weren't, you know, weren't thinking this was going to be a record at all or anything really like that. So then yeah. all of a sudden we were making a record and, um, or, you know, what the recordings were, we were coming into a record and about, after about a, a number of months of, of talking with them and stuff and we signed on with them and they're really great they're super i mean it's basically like a super dream come true to be helped out by those folks for sure and uh they're really open and down for whatever also it seems like it's a really good like relationship of i mean they're not about to tell us we can't put out something we want to put out or something like that or make they're not about to stop us from making the music we want to make so that's really cool and that's really hard to find 
in that kind of that kind of label. Can we be looking forward to more coming out? That's what we're we're working on. We're uh, going to this into a studio and feel like a, a month and a half to two months. Actually, when I get back um, for the first time on August twenty fourth to twenty fifth, just confirmed that I'm going to go. Uh, we're going to f- go into a, a place in LA called King Size and uh, try out some things. Uh, hope maybe we'll just kind of to try things out. Maybe maybe we'll. Uh, Maybe we'll use that stuff. Maybe we. Maybe maybe we'll. Just, it's just kind of a test run to see to try out a couple of new songs in a real studio, and those might be tracks on the record that may just be a trial run. But uh, that's what we're starting, and then we're we're looking to go to another place in uh, in New York in um, in like a month or month and a half or, or two, roughly roughly almost two months when we have every the real plan. Have like two weeks set in a real studio and track as much as we can. For that. I know earlier you mentioned you needed to get back and get back to some guitar lessons, and I yeah, my friend Tina the other day in New York, we were like trying to work on writing a song together, and and we were doing little things. And she said, "You're always in the major," and I was like noticing that my myself, I was just like, "I'm." It's my I got, I got a lot of uh, a lot of weaknesses on. I mean, you know, infinite weaknesses on guitar that I, I got to start paying attention to again because I haven't really uh, gone to school for music in a long time, and I really like really got to get on that. But yeah, when I get back, I'm. My friend Tom Hines is this like oh, older older guitar dude, and I'm gonna try to study, maybe learn how to read. Also, with him would be really good. But yeah, Barbara over here is is a crazy super music superhero. Like she's she's first chair at Cal State Long Beach on upright bass, and yeah. she's like she's a monster. I need to get electric bass lessons though. <laughs> I'm just like I just can't play like as as well as I'd, I'd like so. She's a, she's a beast. But I think I think that's just something that we're all just like, oh, we need lessons. Yeah, <laughs> it's really <laughs> yeah. That's an ironic problem. Your success is keeping you from taking more lessons. It's it's weird how touring. Well, touring you can definitely find ways to practice and keep keep your chops up on tour, but it's it's a little bit harder than than when you're at home. But yeah, I mean, in general, it's not even necessarily that as much. It's it's weird getting going from cause like I was saying about before how like I I always had in mind becoming a professional musician since I started playing guitar seriously. But it's, you know, funny how this situation, which seems like the potential, potentially to be a position of, of being a professional musician is kind of taken me away from being a professional musician because, um, it's, I've focused more on songs and, you know, songwriting and, and my own creative output, as opposed to learning how to be well-versed in guitar and be able to play for other people more and stuff like that. So that's, I think that playing for other people shows you how to play your own stuff and teaches you how to make your own stuff. And that's really fun. That's the one thing, um, as I've gotten more used to touring, I like it a lot more, but, um, it's hard because I'm I'm not able to go run around all week and play into a bunch of different bands while you're on tour. so that's that's something that having time home is really awesome for is getting to do diff- a bunch of different bands at once. Most of us in the band, as far as I know, just love Deerhoof a bunch, and they're really great. Greg Sonier is an amazing drummer, and John Dietrich is, Don, John Dietrich is an amazing guitar player. And they, we just saw them at a couple festivals in Europe, and they were saying they're um, in the middle of a tour where they're actually going between two bands at the same time, which is really cool. One like crazy, like I think sixteen to twenty-four person band with a bunch of people from all over the world and Deerhoof at the same time, and that sounds awesome to be able to be you know playing different sets. Uh, Nick Freitas, speaking of which, who isn't with us right now, but he's doing this U.S. tour. With us, he's an amazing guy. He's played with tons of awesome people that were huge fans of, like like Connor Oberst and Danger Mouse and stuff in their bands. But he's doing his own stuff on this tour, and um, he's an amazing songwriter, a really awesome person. It's really cool 
ta- we were talking to him last night about playing and other people like you know the you can have two bands or three bands or however many bands on one tour all playing on each other's sets like and that's a really i think that's a sweet you know it's just a sweet idea it's a really fun thing we're hoping the other night barbara and sheridan played on on one of his songs and we're hoping to do more of that with all of us playing on his stuff and him and It'd be really awesome to have him playing on on our stuff. You know, like way awesome. Yeah, that guy's he's fantastic. Thank you for stopping by. That was that was great hearing all this new music. Thanks for having yeah. us. Thanks for having us. It's so awesome. It's really fun to 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 play new music. Yeah, and just so everybody knows, uh, how can people find more info about you? Uh, well, we have a website called avibuffalomusic.com, and we're on Facebook as Avi Buffalo, and that's A-V-I-B-U-F-F-A-L-O. We're, uh, you can also find us on, on the, the subpop.com website with lots of other awesome bands. Check out, like, All Night Radio and, uh, and Beachwood Sparks. They're working on something. I'm not sure when that's going to be out, but I heard some of it, and it sounds awesome. Lots of other, like, kick-ass music I've listened to for a long time on on that label so check that out and um yeah avibuffalomusic.com avibuffalo on facebook or on myspace is just you know the internet stuff so check that out and local 506 chapel hill tonight nine o'clock with nick freitas and that will be a very fun night we love chapel hill a bunch and it's even though it's very humid and pouring rain intermittently while we're loading out gear (laughs) that excites us and it's very exciting all right well i'm the dawn of time and you heard it here on (laughs) wknc
won't be around no more. It's it's a special song. It's another new song. We haven't recorded it yet, but we plan to. And uh, it's it's very it's very uh, it's very fun. One. I suppose I am. 